This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Loves Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Dumpster Diving uh, on Star Trek Day. What? I, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you in a minute. But uh, <laughs> my name is Mark. With you, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike? What's up? Not much. Um, yeah, it's start. Well, when we when we're recording this, it's going to be hashtag Star Trek Day. Celebrate Star Trek with free panels and free episodes, apparently, from CBS All Access. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's asking me if I don't want to see this ad. I don't. <laughs> CBS or TBS? CBS. CBS. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I already have too much access to TBS. Right. <laughs> How many fucking times did I see the Shawshank Redemption? Apparently, you can stream. Let's see. CBS, uh, win a CBS All Access by streaming a free marathon of Star Trek episodes plus a three-plus-hour panel with Patrick Stewart, George Takei, uh, Kate Mulgrew, Scott Bakula, and more. Scott Bakula? Yeah, Uh, but you know... I just get to stream this? I don't get to talk to Scott Bakula? Apparently. You know what name is not on there? Because they're all captains from different shows. Except George Takei. Oh, is that what they're from the Star Treks? Yeah, but you know who's not on there is William Shatner. Ooh. Maybe they've got some. They got some beef. Probably. Yeah, that's my guess. Ah, uh, but yeah. So stream the Star Trek stuff if you like Star Trek. I know, Mike. You do not like Star Trek. No, but I do have a uh, a life pro tip for you, Mark. Yeah, what's that? If you're trimming the length of your beard ahead of a date, please rub it thoroughly after with a towel or with a towel or a pair of jeans. Towel <laughs> to wear down the new hair ends. Newly trimmed beards are coarse and can be painful to kiss. That's true. I've I have experienced that, uh, or at least women have told me that uh, my newly trimmed beard can sometimes be painful. Your newly trimmed beard. Yeah, okay. that's right. I use a beard. I mean, I have a beard. Mike, does 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 your wife like Teen Mom too? I don't think she's into the Teen Moms anymore. Okay, I knew she was into the Teen Moms at some point. I don't think they're teens anymore, are they? I don't know. They're they're teen grandmas now, or they're I don't know uh, middle aged grandmas. I guess that's the next iteration. Mike, have you ever watched the Venture Brothers? <laughs> No, I've heard that's off the air, though. I don't even know what that's about. They canceled it after 17 years and seven seasons. Is that like one of those things where it's like on Cartoon Network and it's like it's been on for 17 years, but they've had like maybe like 30 episodes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, only seven seasons in 17 years. So they obviously weren't working that hard on it. I think they kind of were already sort of canceled at certain points. You know what though? You know what I know Alex does like that's uh that's coming up here is this is this is the thing that I wanted to talk about. 
or not, well, not the thing, but this was something I wanted to talk about. There's a sequel to Troop Beverly Hills in the works. Really? Is yeah. uh, what's Shelley Long going to be in that too? I imagine she's got to be right. Like they got to be bringing. If not, back. why? Why? If you're not going to put Shelley Long on the big screen again, then what the fuck are you even doing? Right. It's been more than thirty years because that movie came out in 1989, and it's uh, you know a sequel. More like Shelley Long the Tooth, right? More like Shelley. It's been a long time since we've seen you in a movie. In case you didn't know, the original was about pampered LA housewife Phyllis Neffler, played by Shelley Long, throwing herself into truly uncharted territory when she joins her daughter's wilderness Girl Scouts group. <laughs> The sequel, which is not yet titled, will be a debut feature for director Oren Zegman. I don't know who that is, but good for you, Oren Zegman, getting your first movie. Uh, with the greatest showman producer, Lawrence Mark, also boarding the project. Aisha Carr, showrunner for Hulu's new comedy series, Woke, has written the screenplay. Oh, it's gonna... Ooh, that sounds like a great name for a comedy. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> woke i wonder if it's ironic though if it's like making fun of wokeness oh i don't think that uh there's any sense of humor involved in that at all mark you don't think so uh no have you uh read the read the papers lately no i know i'm just saying i wonder if that's i wonder if that so so you don't think somebody's just titling it woke is like uh i would guess not i mean if so i'm sure they'll quote-unquote, get in trouble, as people like to say. Mm-hmm. Yep, they'll get spanked or whatever the fuck happens. Or tea spilt or some dumb shit that people come up with. Oh, is that what they say? Spilt tea? What does that mean? Something. It's like when you tell tales out of school or something like that. Oh, it's I like thought that's stuff. what happens when you had AIDS. Oh, no, those, so are, those t- are tea cells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the plot of Woke is Keith Knight creator of toast and butter the 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 food product toast and butter no uh keith knight keith knight creator of toast and butter is a black cartoonist on the verge of mainstream success he prides himself on quote keeping a light and shies away from taking controversial stances one day he's wrongfully detained by an overly aggressive policeman while hanging promotional flyers for his comic the traumatized keith gains the, quote, superpower of being able to hear intimate objects talking to, or yeah, inanimate objects talking to him, forcing him to grapple with the racism and injustice he's tried so hard to avoid acknowledging and challenging his ability to maintain his budding career and close relationships. Keefe has become a woke black man. The show is live action with animated sequences. Sounds fucking hilarious, doesn't it? Right. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking Eddie Murphy routine. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. He gains the superpower of being able to hear inanimate objects talk. So he gets to. T- you know, I think. I think this is actually a pun. I think the title. I think what happened was at a show mm-hmm. about a guy who could talk to fucking like you know inanimate objects and like you know let's put this let's make it a black guy and let's uh, you know the title awoke is good but let's shorten it to woke. Right. I think they just made this show over into a uh, you know a social justice platform. It sounds like he got detained by a policeman and he had a mental breakdown because of it. And it can now hear inanimate objects talking to him. 
Could be. That's my guess. Sounds, sounds like a winner. Lamorne Le, Le, Morris is playing Keith. You may recognize him from Valley of the Boom and Barbershop The Next Cut and The Christmas Chronicles. Huh. Blake Anderson plays Gunther, one of Keith's roommates. You might know him from the TV Comedy Central series Workaholics. Workaholics, yeah. I've never seen any of this stuff. T. Murph plays Clovis, Keith's best friend. Laura Goldie as Kirsten, uh, Keith's girlfriend and roommate. And then Sashir Zamata as Ayana, Keith's friend. I, I, so she's his girl, girlfriend and roommate? Explain that to me. I don't know. No, best friend and roommate, not girlfriend. Oh, yeah, they said girlfriend. No, his girlfriend. Is, oh, yeah, no, you're right. It is, yes. The next one is Kirsten, Keith's girlfriend and roommate. So they live together and they're dating. Well, I'm going to go home. <laughs> we live together, you idiot. Let's see. It says Hulu's newest show uh, pokes fun at how San Francisco is not woke at all. Wow. That sounds uh, very broad. Woke arrives late to a timely problem. Is anyone writing? Uh, is anyone shitposting about woke? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. This guy was on fucking New Girl. Yeah. The guy, <laughs> Lamorne Morris or whatever, he was on New Girl. I I recognize him. He was very funny on New Girl. This show still sounds absolutely horrible, but because here's the thing. Mike and I don't think that there you know isn't racism in the world, but Mike and I think that being quote unquote woke and everything, that's all you're taking yourself very seriously. You're taking yourself very seriously. You're taking everything that you say very seriously. You're very careful with how you, you're speaking, all that kind of stuff. Some of that is great for society. Some of it's a little tedious, but some of it some of it's great for society, but none of it's good for a comedy show. And that's right. that's the problem. Comedy should be a little more comedy needs to be surprising, you know? And I'm not going to be surprised when when this guy's like, um, you know, somebody says, uh, hey, you know, I don't know, some racial, like someone calls him a spade or something like that, right? And he's like, geez, I don't think he'll say that. (laughs) And he's like, (laughs) can you imagine that? (laughs) They're playing, they're playing go fish or whatever. He's like, got any spades or something. (laughs) And. I can like they say something like that, right? And his response is, "Well, that's racist, sir." You know, that's not funny. Nothing about that is funny. I don't know. I, I'll give I'll give woke. Can, a- can I get some Brazilian nuts? <laughs> Brazilian nuts. Why they got to be Brazilian, man? Um. Why do Brazilian nuts have high amounts of s- selenium? Uh, this Aisha Carr. Uh, for woke, she's right. She's written the screenplay for the B- B- True Beverly Hills. Uh, she's also no stranger to rebooting classics. She's also writing Paramount's reboot of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Wow. Her previous writing credits are Brooklyn Nine Nine and Everybody Hates Chris. Huh. 
Yeah, that's my thought exactly. Oh, I didn't know this. Troop Beverly Hills was actually based on the life of Ava Fries, who helped to produce the original film and will reportedly return to executive produce uh, alongside her husband, Charles W. Fries. They also invented, invented French fries. Now let's address let's address the elephant in the room. Who will star in the sequel? Could Shelley Duvall return? What about Carla Gugino? Oh, I, I love Carla Gugino. Shelley Duvall. Carla Gugino should come back. Yeah, Tori Spelling or Jenny Lewis? It's not Shelley Duvall. Shelley Long. Yeah, you said Duvall. Like I don't think you're. That's a different movie. You're thinking of. True Beverly Shining. Right. Uh, Carla Gugino, Tori Spelling, Jenny Lewis, who has long since gone on to find success as a lead singer for Rilo Kylie, uh, and as a solo artist, I'm not, I'm not familiar with who Rilo Kylie is or will it's the sequel, band, uh, she was in the movie, the wizard. Oh, cool. The one with, uh, Fred Savage where he's, uh, yeah, she was the girl. Nice. I forgot that Tori Spelling was in it when they said Carla Gugino. I was like, she she was in it, and I was like, all of a sudden, I remembered, like the, I had a picture of her face, and I in my hot mind, and I was like, oh yeah, she was a little kid in that movie. I've only seen Trip Over the Hills like once or twice, so it's not one that I've watched a bunch of times. Uh, or will the sequel offer up a brand new cast to give their take on the original characters, which would just be a reboot? Anna Faris seems like a natural fit. I guess. Oh, speaking speaking of Anna Faris, um. I was going to mention this earlier. I, I, I've, I read something that said like she was on some TV show called Mom that was canceled. Oh, they canceled. It, was on, for, it they, was on for seven seasons. I've never heard of this show one time. They canceled Mom? Oh, my yes. wife's going to be so upset. I've never heard of this. My wife liked Mom. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I think she's like two seasons behind on the DVR or something like that. She doesn't watch it all that often. I watched well, a few episodes. I watched a few episodes of it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is one of those ones you can watch by yourself." <laughs> like she watches. Like we watch a lot of shows together, obviously, but she watches Supernatural. Um, she watches um, by herself. You know, when like when I'm doing something and she's watching TV by herself, she'll watch Supernatural. She'll watch. Um, like the vampire diaries and, and stuff like shows like that, that she likes. And, um, uh, whatchamacallit that mom show. She'll watch that by herself. Cause I, I, I was never, I didn't love it. It was Anna Ferris and, um, what's her name? She won an Academy award for playing Tanya Harding's mom. Uh, Allison Janney, Allison Janney was the titular mom, I guess. Or Anna Ferris was technically a mom too. So, it's like her mom was a drug addict and then an alcoholic and stuff. And she had her when she was really young. Then Anna Ferris grew up to be an addict and she had a child when she was really young. And then um, her daughter also got pregnant in the show. And by that point, Allison Janney had gone to rehab, cleaned her life up. Uh, so had Anna Ferris. And her daughter was like just starting to get into drugs and stuff and they were trying to stop it. And then, I don't know, then it just became more about the two of them, I guess. And they're like, like uh, 12 step program buddies. But it was one of those um, Chuck Lorre shows. And Chuck Lorre was, is an alcoholic who, you know, very, very publicly went to 
or very publicly at least endorses Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous and stuff like that. So it was kind of, I assume it was close to his heart in that way. But yeah, so mom, RIP, not, not, well, I mean, if you're, you know, if anyone's mom out there actually has died, (laughs) then I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't mean to, to bring up any bad stuff, but RIP, the TV show, mom. Yeah, that I didn't know existed. Yeah, that's funny that you, but you know, that's, it's not hard though. I don't think it's hard to not know shows exist anymore because we watch so many things on streaming and there's, there's no commercials for for it anymore. So it's like, if you don't see a commercial for mom and obviously it's not a show that you would watch cause it's a wacky, you know, like 90 style sitcom, <laughs> then I can't imagine you'd ever hear of it. That's it, it's not a big, it's not your, your family's not the demographic for it. No. For mom. My wife likes a lot of those. Sitcomy type shows, though. Hmm. I like some. Yeah, I don't know the last one I really watched regularly. Mm, the last sitcom that I watched regularly, um, I watched this show called Breaking Up Together or Splitting Up, Splitting Up Together. That's what it was called. It was Jenna Fisher from The Office, and uh, nobody else. <laughs> And she doesn't walk hard. The Dewey Cox story. She's good in that. Yes, yeah, she is. And Oliver Hudson from uh, Rules of Engagement and being, you know, uh, Kate Hudson's brother and Goldie Hawn and her first husband's son. So they were they were in it. And basically, the premise was they got divorced, and but they wanted to live together still for the kids. So they like, they got divorced and then he would sleep in the like little bungalow. Like it was like a, like a, uh, like a maid's quarters or something like that. Like a little one room kind of, you know, house outside of the main house. So he'd sleep there for one week and she'd have one week with the kids. And then they would switch and he would sleep in the big house for a week and she'd sleep there for a week. I think it was mostly because they couldn't afford to get their own place. But then of course they end up falling in love again. And I think they had one season and they canceled it. You know, that guy from that movie that we saw, you know what I mean? (laughs) The wrong Missy, the, the boss, the guy that's like, they meant to do that. The guy who I was kind of forgot a lot of that movie. The guy who was on Unhappily Ever After. Oh yeah, uh, Jeff Pierce. Yeah, he Pearson. he was he was um there the dad. He was Jenna Fisher's dad on the show. Uh, I actually liked that show a lot, and they canceled it. I gotta get God out of a jam again, so he'll stop yeah. canceling shows. Right. Oh, 2020's been a hell of a jam. Hmm. Mike, what's your favorite TV show that Neil Patrick Harris has done? Um, I only know that he's in the Doogie Howser story. And um, <laughs> um, is it How I Met Your Mother or the Big Bang Theory or something? The, Do- the Doogie Howser <laughs> story. That's a great show. It's almost like Dewey Cox, MD. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> the Dewey. 
Sister Story and How I Met Your Mother, yeah. But I mean, I've never seen the How I Met Your Mother uh, show, so it has to be the Doogie Howser show. I watched that too. I actually watched both those Doogie Howser and back in the way back in the 80s and How I Met Your Mother. I like How I Met Your Mother. It's you wouldn't like it though, Mike. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't. <laughs> it's one of those where our, our humor diverges a little bit. Did you hear, by the way? That Norm Macdonald uh, live is coming back. Oh, is it on uh, on Netflix? No, I think it's. I think they're going back to. I think he's going back to YouTube to do it himself. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I think like he got the release to be able to do it or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I've so that someone was talking about that on on the internet that it's it's coming back. I hope so, because Norm... I think I heard that, too, somewhere. Norm needs money so that he can go yeah. to, so that he can go to MyBookie. <laughs> oh, you love MyBookie. .ag and use our code. What's our code? Uh, late it's fees. Massive fee. <laughs> late, late fees. To use our code late fees, all caps, and take part in the winning season where, they, where he can get Norm... You can get, he's a fan of the show, so I know you're listening, Norm, but he can get dollar-for-dollar uh, for dollar bonuses or whatever. Uh, put in $1,000, Norm, and they'll give you a free $1,000. That's basically what it is. Dollar-for-dollar dollar up to $1,000. The NFL season's starting soon, all right? And, you know, there's going to be a ton of stuff to bet on, including the famous My Bookie contest. All you have to do to play in the contest is to pick five NFL games against the spread and you will have a chance at $100,000 guaranteed in cash prizes. Mike, that's not that hard, right? Picking five games against the spread? Nah. It's simple. You make your picks, you win, you collect. Use our promo code, late fees, and double your first deposit now. It's no brainer, guys. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. So go to my bookie and I mean, Mike, there's, there's gotta be thousands of bets that we can make right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, uh, let's see. Uh, how many games, how, how many games is the NFL season going to be? I, I think they'll probably scheduled to be. I think they'll probably do twelve. Is, is that just a sheer guess? That's a sheer guess. They haven't decided <laughs> yet. Oh, I, that's weird. Yeah, they haven't decided what they're going to do, but that's my guess. Because twelve makes mm-hmm. sense to me. How many do you think yeah. they're going to do? Uh, sixteen. You think they're going to go full the full slate? They're starting up around the they're starting up around the normal time. I mean, they're not too far off, right? Yeah, maybe a week. Shit! After this, hopefully they'll get rid, they'll do do away with the entire preseason games because they're awful. Oh god, I hate the preseason. Oh, here's some good news. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians is ending after 14 years on the air. I oh, wow. only been on that long. I I am famous for having never seen one episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Have you ever seen an episode? If I looked it up. You know how many games there was going to be this season? Seventeen. Um, two hundred and fifty-six. Oh, nice. Yeah, 
That's a hell of a season. <laughs> I, uh, I, the Lions have a chance if they can stay healthy. For two. Oh, no, I, I, I actually did just look it up, and uh, it does say that it's a 16-game schedule. Oh, nice. You were right, then. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if my wife ever watched, I think she may have watched that show. I'm not really sure. I don't think she, I think it's like a hate watch kind of thing though, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever like seen the show or anything like that. I don't, I mean, I've seen clips and glimpses of it and that kind of stuff, but I've never seen a full episode. That's for sure. Yeah. Have you, do you do a lot of texting, Mike? Sometimes. Because, you know, you want to be careful because Kanye West has talked about how he had to receive steroid injections for too much texting. He got a text-based injury. Oh, Lord. Yep. Kanye West just trying desperately to be in the news. Did you get on the ballot yet, Kanye? Right. He's running for president right now, right? Uh, He might be. Oh, God. Well, he says he is. But he's really, but he's not. He he's not. Um, I hear, I heard. We've been talking. We've talked about Ellen, uh, you know, a little bit. Speaking of Kanye, because they're great friends. Yeah. Um, and I heard her show supposed to come back on September twenty first, and she's going to address the controversy controversy uh, on her show. Australia, I think, has already dropped her show. Like every affiliate in Australia has dropped her show. I think I heard that. Uh, they want Homelander instead. Yeah, probably. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to see it because I don't watch her show and I don't like her. I wish she'd just get canceled, to be honest with you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Cancel, with that. cancel culture. Come for Ellen, please. Do me one favor. You already well, ruined. Can- you already ruined Roseanne. Get Ellen, please. Speaking of cancel culture, I guess the uh, Ezra Miller guy is still going to uh, play the Flash. Mm-hmm. You know why? You know why? Because they couldn't find anybody better than Ezra. Oh, I mean, he's good, but I wouldn't say he's the best. I'm just kidding. He's probably bad. I've never seen it. I, I think I'm the only person in the world that enjoyed that joke that I just told. But, but <laughs> that uh, I don't know that, that I really liked that. That was a very Thank smart you. joke. I, I'm going to give myself some credit <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh yeah, Ezra Miller punch as many women as you want. Apparently, because DC don't it care. They got fuck you money now because they, mean, they launched uh, HBO Max. And they got Mike and I to both oh, to pay DC, for it. Does DC own that? Yeah, Warner Brothers owns. Yeah, Warner Brothers owns DC. And Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brothers owns HBO or HBO owns, owns Warner Brothers or they're both owned by some mega corporation. I don't know exactly how it goes, but I know that... Um, all the DC stuff's on there because they they own it. Isn't like the the guy who played Cyborg upset with DC now? He's upset with with what's his name Josh uh, Josh Radner, the guy from How I Met Your Mother. No, he's uh, he's Joss Whedon. Yeah, he doesn't like Joss Whedon. Says he's a dick. Uh, 
and maybe racist. I don't know. He says he didn't like, he didn't have fun filming the Justice League after Hack Snyder left and Joss Whedon came in to take over and his character got pushed to the background or something so that Ezra Miller could fall on Wonder Woman's boobs because that's hilarious. The exact same, the exact same joke he did in the uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron with Scarlett Johansson and uh, what's his name, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Very- that actually happened in both those movies. Yes. Damn, they're ripping off Adam Sandler from Billy Madison era. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, Joss Whedon is you know talk about woke, <laughs> woke. Joss Whedon is. Is one of those. I heard one time somebody referred to him as Sad Joss Whedon, so that it was SJW, and uh, that makes a lot of sense because he is. Oh, the, uh, I thought he was cancel cultured. Oh, is he? Is he canceled now too? He, he's been hoisted yeah, by he, his he, own petard. Apparently, apparently, he was very grabby or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he cheated on his wife. I heard or something. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. It's. Uh, I'm happy if he is a creep because good. I don't. Uh, I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. I just know that his dad wrote on uh, your show of shows. Again, I'm going with the 1950s references for our hip young audience. Very good. Ah, uh, yeah. Poor Joss Whedon. I guess, or he brought it on himself. I don't remember. Uh, could be. All I know is that I don't like Zack Snyder either, so DC's DC's always had a problem as far as I'm concerned. They brought on, what's his name, though? Um, the other one that almost got canceled. Uh, fuck. You know who I'm talking about. Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Who was married to Jenna James Fisher, Gunn? actually? Yeah, James Gunn, that's right. Who used oh, to be? Really? He used to be married to Jenna Fisher, yep. Now she's married to some other dude who she talks about all the time on her podcast, The Office Ladies. You should listen to The Office Ladies podcast, Mike. You'd like it. Nah. That's me trying to set you up for something I know you won't like. Uh, maybe this uh, Joss Whedon guy wasn't cancel culture. I could have sworn he was accused or something, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. No. Not grabby? Joss Whedon. Oh, I, you know, I've heard though, I've heard that he's, that he can be like a total dick. Like he, there was somebody on Buffy, the vampire slayer, one of the female actresses. And I think she got pregnant or something and he didn't like it, like it pissed him off. He like, he said something like, don't get pregnant or whatever. And she did. And it messed up like storylines he wanted to do or something. So instead of killing off her character, he basically just ruined her character like he she would like her character would show i, I never i did, haven't really watched Buffy the vampire slayer so i don't know who i'm talking about but her character would show up for like like five minutes an episode or, or less actually like a minute an episode and be like oh i'm at the library researching things or whatever and then that's it that's all the screen time that she got but she'd have to be on set the entire time like wasting her her day basically and he just like fucked her character over i guess uh, because because of that, because he like as a petty matter of vengeance. Now that's alleged, but that's what I heard. Sure, I think actually I'm reading now. What it is is like his his. I guess he like cheated on his wife a lot or something. Nice. Nothing wrong like, with that. You know, calls, 
I mean, he calls himself like a feminist, but I guess he, uh, you know, doesn't. His wife says he's not. I don't know, ex-wife. Who knows? Well, when you know, maybe as long as he doesn't refer to to chicks as like babes or something when he's fucking them, as long as he and he, and as long as he's asking for permission, that's okay, right? That, I mean, if he's if it's if it's, I don't think it's a, I don't think his wife was aware of it, but I mean, if she's fine with it and he's fine with it, yeah, I don't see a problem with it. No, I, I, I'm sure he's a scumbag, but, um, and yeah, I think people, that's the hypocrisy, right, Mike? And that's the worst part. People don't like that. Yeah. People really don't like hypocrisy. Yeah. I don't know why, but or, uh, really strikes. Or people are cruel to animals. Yeah. And apparently child, uh, sex trafficking. They're not big fans of that either. Hashtag no. save the children, everybody out there, because they're in IKEA cabinets or something like that. Hey, and if you so if you believe in crazy conspiracies like that, we we're on we're on your side. We believe that too. And if you don't believe it, um, then obviously we're being sarcastic. Either way, go to uh go to bigheadsmedia.com slash uh, Massive Late Fee and buy our merchandise. <laughs> Find our shirts. Uh, anyway, that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, no. Alright, well then we will see you next time. Bye. We'll see you next week.